On today's first round KO, we look at every match from the WrestleMania 35 card, and we give you our opinions on the match and the build and the f finishes for every match for the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Let's Welcome to the most must tier WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to a very tired <laughs> and a very, very, it's probably going to be a very giggly, silly episode <laughs> of First Round KO. I am your host, KOAK Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined as always by my co-host and the man who tied me for the title last night, Connor J.D. Moore. So let's talk about, let's talk about what happened last night, Connor. I'm, <laughs> okay, so me and Connor, we, since they added in the, they added in the Raw Tag Team title match, we both picked Hawkins and Ryder. Our picks stayed the same, except you you put Braun as your two-point pick for the Battle Royal. We only had two two picks for the Battle Royal. So, me and you tied for the night, for the most points. So, we had a challenge. It was horse. Basketball horse, it was, but it was, you know, and NBCD. And NBSDC. NBSDC. And I had you on the last shot. And uh, what happens where Mr. Money in the Bank comes in and cashes in to make it a triple threat? Mr. Hootsky in the Bank. I apologize. And then I some, and then I end up saving myself for yes, three, for, for I think three or four yeah, more rounds for a couple more shots. You had yeah, you had four, I had two. Duncan comes in, quickly gets himself two, which I was very happy with. And then you eventually fell, so it was just me and Duncan tied it two. And I was feeling good. He's like, you know what? He ain't cashing in on me tonight. I'm taking his title home. But I forgot that we were at Duncan's house <laughs> on Duncan's hoop where he shoots probably most days. <laughs> and I, it was wet. It was dark. I'm not going to make excuses. I just couldn't shoot. Duncan could. That's what it came down to. Duncan, we tied for the most points. And I didn't even get a championship reign out of it. <laughs> really upset <laughs> uh that was my whole hope is that one of us could have at least won <laughs> and got a championship reign <laughs> and then duncan cashes in because i knew he was gonna cash in <laughs> I mean, it was a long night because this was after <laughs> the main event of wrestlemania so this was what this was like 11 30 at night uh-huh 11 45 uh-huh and me and you couldn't shoot to save our lives. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> so, yeah. Should have won. Didn't win. But we got it next time. Not money in the bank, apparently, but the next one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we're here to talk about WrestleMania. How are you feeling, Connor? You want to you wanna tell everyone how you're feeling? <laughs> Uh, miserable. Oh, miserable. 
Um, okay. So not only that, but... We got, we got back at one. Yep. And typical college student, and if anyone here is listening and are judging, don't act like you never did this. Don't you dare act like you never did this. Procrastinate on a paper and a poster board. So I cranked out the, the paper in relatively quick fashion. Like relatively nice. quick fashion. It also helped that I that I literally knocked out page one in the car, like on my phone. Oh yeah, that's true. Like on docs. So I did that. Poster board and everything like that. Printed off the materials. Went to bed. Woke up. Came here actually, or the radio office. Print uh printed some more stuff out. Chopped it all up. Pasted it on the poster board and went the class and everything luckily my t- my 10 a.m got canceled so that was nice so that was great that was massive i don't think i was going to it anyway <laughs> i am running on roughly two and a half hours of sleep after me being a typical college student and procrastinating a longer than freaking uh, james cameron no that's the author no that's the no that's the director james cameron uh... no that's longer than a james cameron movie WrestleMania, that saw my that saw my heart ripped out, shown to me on a silver platter, injected back into my body with every emotion that could be possibly felt, and I hope Zach screen caps the heart rate thing because I really want to see that. Yeah, I hey, I think WrestleMania just made it much easier to watch the three hour end game. I'll, we're gonna we're gonna be sitting at the end like, oh, that's it. <laughs> to be honest, I don't mind long move. I don't mind long movies. When I heard that Endgame was three, I was just like, sign me up. Like, I'm ready. I w- Give me more. Exactly. Give me four hours. Exactly. Like, like, I wasn't mad at that. I'm down. It's funny how I wasn't mad at that, but then after, like, sitting around through, like, I think, match four of Mania, I was like, I was like, enough already. It was seven and a half hours. And we knew this going in. Yep. We completely <laughs> we, knew this. We literally knew it was going seven and a half. But, man, that's brutal. Oh, man. And we sat fixated on those couches. And, and okay, we're talking crap and we're tired, but this was a phenomenal show. It wiped the floor with last year's mania. It, I, th- I think it moved into probably one of my top favorite. Uh, it's definitely of all my time. favorite of all time. It's up there. It moved. I mean, into... I've I've only this is only what my seventh or eighth WrestleMania. This is probably yeah. I'm gonna say if I had to keep track, this is a top five, top three mania for me. It's top three, one hundred percent. Um. I'd have to go back and think. WrestleMania 30 was pretty good. But, I mean, this was just top to bottom. This was just, like, literally, I can't think of a single match where I was, (laughs) I can think of a single match where I was upset at the finish. Because a lot of the other finishes, if a heel won, I was okay with the heel winning. They did it in a good way or something like that. Mm Mm-hmm. There was one match, and we'll get to that one, where was, everything about it was just bad. <laughs> but everything on here was great. They did everything beautifully. It, for the most part. For the most part. There's one match I have in my mind that was very lackluster. Yes, and unfortunately. And we will get to that also. But, as always, we're going to start on the pre-show. Match that we didn't get to watch, unfortunately, <laughs> because we were having technical difficulties. Um, I, I saw most. I saw, like saw the last like yeah. minute of it. I know what phone. happens at least. Uh, I didn't go back and watch it yet. I will. You um, should. Yeah, because I of course it's the cruiserweights, so they were the finish was they great. Were good. Yeah, the finish I've was heard really the, great. I've heard. So I'm 
uh, yeah, uh, Tony Nese defeating Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship. I, I'm not mad at this one because I, but well, that was the other thing with all my picks. There's only one match that I would have actually changed my mind on, so I can't be mad at my picks at all. Um, I would not have picked Tony, but I'm not mad at it. Like Tony Nese definitely deserves it. He's good. He's good. <laughs> and now they can start building the division. There's talks maybe about Buddy maybe leaving 205 because he's that good, which I wouldn't mind at all. I completely agree. He's amazing and he deserves, you know, he he would deserve to be on the main roster if they so choose to do that because he's been doing a lot on 205 lately, but yeah, I I like this. I think Tony Nice might be a New York guy. So I probably should have saw that coming a little so, bit. Yeah. Um let's yep. So I definitely should have looked in. I just need to start looking <laughs> at the hometowns for people come WrestleMania because they seem to do that a lot. And that is very apparent in the next match. <laughs> we had the women, the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal uh, for the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal Trophy. Great name. <laughs> and uh, Ember Moon came back. And very un- unceremoniously got eliminated. Uh, Kyrie Sane was in there. Uh, Candice LeRae was in there. Naomi got her entrance in midday. <laughs> Which very much doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, no, right, Ember Moon looked good. I think Candice LeRae looked good. Kyrie obviously looked good. Uh, but So we get down to the final three. And it's it's so weird. We had Asuka, yep. which in people's minds was the favorite to win. We had Sonya, correct? Mm-hmm. And we had Sarah Logan. Of all people from the from the Riot Squad, it was of, Sarah Logan. Hey, I like Sarah Logan. No, I'm not judging Sarah Logan. Yeah, right? No, I like Sarah Logan, but it was just like of all yeah. the people. Which I... Yeah, I don't mind because they put because they put all they put much more emphasis on Ruby, mm-hmm. and then there's a point in time when they were really fixated on Liv, and then everyone's kind of just like, oh yeah, there's Sarah, the Viking. Chick. Sarah's very underrated. Yeah, um, but yeah, so some shenanigans happened, and Sonya got eliminated. So it's Oscar and Sarah Logan, and Sarah Logan eliminated Oscar. And we were all like, whoa, did Sarah Logan just win this? Nope. <laughs> Carmella comes under the rope because she was never eliminated. And they did a back and forth. Car- uh, Sarah almost won again, but ultimately Carmella won with a pretty, co- pretty cool super kick. Um, I don't like that finish because we saw it last year in the same match, the exact same way. I think it was Bailey. I believe Bailey eliminated Sasha. Mm-hmm. And then Naomi came under the bottom rope. That should be a heel thing, right? I don't think it was so much. That, well, I mean, if you get tossed in one of the middle ropes, I mean, it's. But isn't that a heel thing to like stay outside the ring until the final? I mean, I guess. Unless it's Alberto and Santino, then it's beautiful. I mean, but I, <laughs> I mean, I guess. But if like, we're gonna, if we're getting mega technical, then we yeah. saw, we saw it last year where someone won. We were all surprised. But then but it was wasn't it, the winner. But was it a heel? That was the last person. No, it was Bailey. It was though, Bailey. So not a heel. But we were all for last year. We were all for Bailey winning. Mm-hmm. 
this year, everyone seemed to love the, the fact that Sarah Logan had won when we thought she won. Right, we were like, oh, okay. Everyone, like, this is a nice surprise. Yeah, I, I would have loved it. And then Carmella, because she's the Staten Island princess. I I just didn't I didn't like that they did the same finish. That I think that's the biggest hang up for me in this match. Mm-hmm. Um and it's a battle royal. It was very sloppy. So pre-show match. Uh then we had the match that was announced I think the day after we recorded our predictions, which happens pretty much every pay-per-view. Um we had Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder taking on the Revival for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Kurt, Kurt Hawkins, had, well, going into this match, had a losing streak of 269 matches. And Kurt Hawkins got a roll-up for the win. New Raw Tag Team Champions, Kurt Hawkins, Zack Ryder. Cool moment. They're both from New York. I, I think I mentioned this in the predictions podcast. I would have liked them to build this match up more. They started to. They were online. They yeah. were on the show. What do you mean? Like, as far as, like, actually being on TV, they barely did it on the show. But yeah, but that was two, mo- three months ago. They built back up to it, like, this past week. Like, su- like on like on little vid- videos Online, and everything. exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, no. no on I'm, TV I'm for on, the past five on TV, weeks. TV, no, they have not. They've been building Ricochet and Aleister Black versus a revival. And then all of a sudden, they throw them in the SmackDown match and do that. Like, I really wish they would have just built this more. Because if they would have, it would have been an even better moment for Kurt Hawkins. It was a great moment, nonetheless. I love it, um, and I wanted this to happen. But I just, I don't know. This was also the longest match on the pre-show. <laughs> Longer than both Battle Royals. Huh. <sighs> Side bet, they lose the titles tonight. To whom? Either they lose it back to the Revival, or it's a returning-slash-debuting team. Not sure who. AOP. If Rezar is, is back. Or who knows? I, you know, that right, yeah. they could do something. But I think they lose the title. In Kurt, in, in uh, typical Zack Ryder fashion, I think they lose the titles tonight. <laughs> um, then we had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal uh yeah, the the only people who got entrances were, were the Hardys, who got a long entrance because of commercial breaks. And then we had Colin Jost and Michael Che coming out to weird music. Colin Jost wearing an Odell Beckham jersey in MetLife Stadium. Beautiful. I really lo- – I was like, why is he wearing a Cleveland jersey? And then it clicked that it was Odell getting traded from the Giants. Beautiful. Love it. Um, and – uh, che was wearing wrestling headgear. Yeah, the typical like I don't know that this is pro professional wrestling. I think it's I I think that's funny. Um, and Braun Strowman got his entrance too. Uh, this was very much Braun Strowman dominating people. He eventually went out to the outside of the ring, so some other people shot. Mustafa had a couple good spots. Andrade looked pretty good. Um, Luke Harper was there mm-hmm. unceremoniously. Strowman and Harper had a very cool face off. Yeah. I very much enjoyed that. Um Andrade eliminated someone. I think it was No Way. No, it wasn't No Way, Jose. I don't remember. He eliminated he, some way and then he did a he did, uh, it was with a Hurricane Rana off the apron. And then when he planted himself, yeah, it was he landed, on the floor. He landed on the floor, he eliminated himself. It was interesting. He played it off very well where he was like, Oh man, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. 
weird spot. I don't know. Um, Luke Harper was trying to eliminate Mustafa with a suplex to the outside of the ring, and Braun Strowman just booted Luke Harper in the face. They both went flying to the floor, and I believe Mustafa hit his face on the announce table. Yep, because recoil. <laughs> Mustafa, if he is injured from that, he is done. He will never be in the main event because they will never trust him because of injuries. He's been injured like three times already, and he's been on the main roster for like three months. It's not a good look, unfortunately. Yeah, it was funny because he tweeted afterwards. He, a few hours afterwards, he just tweeted, "I am alive," and that was it. <laughs> that was. It. I mean, I'm glad he's alive, but are you okay? <laughs> um, yeah. I, eventually, it came down to it was the Hardys and Strowman, and the Hardys were about to get Strowman over the top rope, but the SNL dudes early in the match just left. Literally at the beginning of the match, they left the ring under the bottom rope, and they went under the ring. So then they came back up. They saw that the Hardys were trying to eliminate Strowman. They tried to help, but Strowman pushed them off and eliminated the Hardys. So then it was just Strowman and the SNL guys. Colin Jost grabbed a microphone and was like, "Hey man, we don't have to. Uh, we don't have. To, every, not everything has to resolve in conflict. So that's why I brought my therapist with me today." <laughs> I was like, "What?" The dude comes in the ring and he's. Trying to do the Jinder Mahal breathing exercises with Braun Strowman. Strowman beats up the therapist. Fucking ragdolls him. Yep. Michael Che tries to Drew Carey himself out the ring. Strowman grabs him and basically just slaps him and then eliminates him. And then it's just Jost and uh, Strowman. And he just gorilla pressed him outside of the ring to a bunch of people who were there to catch him. Braun Strowman wins. The second... Uh, meaningless battle royal royal rumble that he's won Pretty i think much. that's why we thought that he won because he won the greatest royal rumble uh, i think that's where we were mistaken this was th the right person won they did not give a lot of shine to the snl people they did a comedy spot with it i'm fine as i figured they would that therapist will be nxt champion in five years <laughs> uh <laughs> by law of the tomaso champa rule <laughs> I watched that match the other day, and it was really fun. Champa was really good in that segment. Anyway, on to the main card. So, okay, actually, okay. so the show opens. Alexa Bliss comes out because she's the host. And she says, I can make a WrestleMania moment with the snap of my fingers. I am a real American. It's like, Alexa, no. <laughs> and he comes out, and he calls it the Silver Dome. Cause, Jokingly. Because funny. What was that, 30? I think so. I think it was, yeah, Mardi Gras. Yeah. He calls it the Silver Dome. He goes, no, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm happy to be here in MetLife Center. What? <laughs> Pretty sure. I. It might actually be MetLife Center. It's I don't, not. It's not. It's not. It's MetLife Stadium. Okay. <laughs> so he got it wrong. He oh. got it wrong. Like, he, he made a joke, and then he tried to be real, and I'm then not, he made himself look like an ass. I'm not going to lie. If he did that on purpose, it's pretty great. <laughs> I doubt he did. Right. I'm going to hold out hope. <laughs> but, yeah, so then they just did their flexing. Like, H Hogan is doing his flexing, and Alexa stood in front of him and did their flexing and did the, the crowd thing. But then, while they were posing... Paul Heyman just Paul storms Heyman. out. Yeah. Paul Heyman just storms out, goes to the ring, and everyone's like, oh, what's happening? Right. My while Hogan's music is still playing. And the Lesnar... Er, geez, uh, Heyman grabs the mic, and he says, you know what? If Lesnar's not in the main event, then we want to get out of here as quickly as possible. So we're going to do this right now. And everyone was like, um, 
What? <laughs> right. So, yeah. Out comes Brock Lesnar with the Universal Championship. Out comes Seth Rollins. And before the match started, Brock Lesnar just beat up Seth. Boom, boom, slapping him around. Um, and he F5'd him on the outside. He threw him into the table. And, yeah. So then they get into the ring. Bell rings. Ref bump. I don't. I didn't see the ref bump. I don't know what happened on the ref bump. Do you? Do you uh, know how the ref bump happened? I do not remember off okay. the top of my head. I though. didn't see it. Um, but as soon as the ref was down, Seth Rollins went low on Lesnar, the low blow, much like on Monday Night Raw, and curb stomp, curb stomp, curb stomp. One, two, three. New Universal Champion Seth Rollins. This match went two and a half minutes. I love this. This was great. This was I I wasn't particularly looking actually I kinda was because we know how Lesnar can do with smaller guys. Mm-hmm. So I was a little bit looking forward to this match. But I don't even care. Lesnar doesn't have the title anymore. My fear when he when they started beating up Seth on the outside, my fears of Lesnar winning went out the door. Because I just knew that they were going they weren't gonna open the show mm-hmm. in my mind with Lesnar just beating the crap out of just squashing Seth Rollins. Right. And then so, win, and then ultimately winning the title. Exactly. And and retaining. Like that I I knew that wasn't gonna happen. I'm just happy that the Universal title is off of Brock Lesnar. I'm happy that Seth Rollins has it and it's back on Monday Night Raw. I'm just glad it's on TV. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So good job. I like the opening. So then we had AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. This was actually a good match. However, a lot of the people in the uh, at the actual place yes. were distracted because there was a light that WWE didn't get on. And Randy Orton even tweeted about it. He was just like, "I'm," he was like, "On behalf of WWE, I'm really sorry that they fucked up and you got and you guys were robbed of seeing an incredible, fu- <laughs> typical literally the words yeah. incredible fucking match." I was like, "Holy dude's amazing!" Uh, yeah, so people missed the majority of the match, but Randy played it very well because they were. I think they were cheering for the light getting turned off and he turned to the crowd and he like started like acting like it was for him. And then they, eventually they just turned to him and were cheering. Jay for looked him. and was like, Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. Randy. It, Randy was just perfect. And he was doing little heel things too. There, there was one point, I don't know who else saw this, but there was one point where Randy, like he was doing something to AJ. I think he had him in a headlock and he looked at the ref, made sure that the ref couldn't see AJ's eyes and then like scratched his eyes. Like, that's beautiful stuff. Like, that's, that's little stuff like that is awesome. I love Randy. Randy Orton is very good at being a heel. We've known this. Um, and they teased uh, Nate called the spot where they AJ was going to go for the phenomenal forearm, mm-hmm. but he faked it because he knew Randy was going to go for the RKO. Randy lays on his back from the RKO. 450 yep. splash. Yep. Great spot. Um, and then eventually... AJ went for another phenomenal forearm. Randy caught him on the ropes for an RKO, but didn't hit the RKO. And then I believe he he like pushed Randy and hit him with the phenomenal forearm. And then won. for the win. I think both AJ did kick out of an RKO earlier. Yep. Out of nowhere. But he also hit he then hit a phenomenal forearm on the outside, and then that's where that next spot happened. So it was two phenomenal forearms. AJ wins. Good for him. I think he's going to Raw next week. 
probably. Because the shakeup is next week, I believe, and not tonight. Did they confirm that? I think so. That's how they did it last year, and I'm pretty sure that I heard that again this year. Okay. It was a while ago, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. Um, next, we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. It was a fatal four-way between the Usos, Aleister Black, Ricochet, uh, Rusev Nakamura, and Dabar. This was a great match. Oh, it was so much fun. This was so entertaining. What are you watching? <laughs> Nothing. An ad popped up on my phone. Fair enough. Um, th- no, this was so entertaining. So, obviously, I think Ricochet was the MVP of this match. Yeah, because he, he is- just kept on. Was He was stuck in a swing for, like, four minutes. They were doing – the bar did this spot, and I, I've i never seen them do it like this, where uh, Sheamus had uh, someone up on the apron – for the 10 beats of the ballad, and Cesaro had Ricochet for the swing. Cesaro starts swinging, right? And Sheamus does the beats. He does, like, four or five of them, and then someone else comes on the apron, and he does four or five of them on him. And he's, and like, going else... around the different, like, yeah. sides of the ring. And someone there. else comes up on the apron, and he does that. And he, someone else comes up. Like, he did it to all – I got to do quick math in my head. There were 13 people? No. No. Jesus. Okay. Eight, five. Five, yeah. Oh man! He did t- the crowd went nuts. The crowd went that nuts pop. because I was I was going crazy while about he's it. doing the ten beats of the ballot on the other five people. Ricochet is still getting swung. Yep. Incre- I Rick, if I was Ricochet, I would have threw up right on. Cesaro's oh, I would have yacked. Props to him. He did his flippy stuff. He did everything. It's flippy stuff. It's flippy stuff. <laughs> it's just really fun to call it flippy stuff. <laughs> They should just call 205 Live Flippy Stuff. Flippy Stuff Live? No, just Flippy Stuff. (laughs) Welcome to WWE Flippy Stuff. Um, And this was a great match. And then you do your typical finisher spot where Mm -hmm. literally everyone hits their finisher. Whoever just hit their finisher takes one. It ends up being Sheamus hit one of the best road kicks I have ever seen on guess who? Ricochet. Ricochet. Who sold that sucker like a champ. MVP. Um, so he took out Ricochet, but then the Usos were up on the thing and they hit Sheamus with two double super kicks and then a double splash mm-hmm. for the win. Still your SmackDown tag team champions, the Usos, one of few title retentions tonight. Yep. One of very few, <laughs> one of, I believe two. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I think only two people retain their titles tonight. Last night. Anyway, next we had another so, such a fun match. Shane McMahon versus The Miz. This was a terrible wrestling match, but a great sport sports entertainment match. This was awesome. They started doing their thing inside the ring and, you know, a little bit outside. And Shane was about to do his elbow drop into the table. But in comes George. <laughs> And George is like, no, 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 you can't jump. And Shane was like, you know what? All right, I'll take you out. Come in the ring. <laughs> and George George goes in the ring, and he looks like a GTA pedestrian. Yeah. <laughs> just, yep. just standing there, like, putting his fists up. He doesn't. He looks like he doesn't know what he's doing, which Nate pointed out. It's a great idea to have. I don't know if he did it on purpose, but it's good because the people who are actually trained should look like they know what they're doing. People like that shouldn't. Mm-hmm. makes it look a little more real you know so I, I i do like that um but shane eventually just pushes him into the turnbuckle and kicks him in the gut like three or four times and that yep. puts out 
uh, George for a while. Miz attacks Shane, sends him packing for a couple seconds, and he was <laughs> – Miz was, like, calling for medical attention for his dad. I don't think anyone came. <laughs> I don't remember seeing any – If they did, it was off camera. Yeah. Because, like, he ended up going to check on his dad. He was still with him. And then he saw Shane starting to get up outside of the barricade. And then he, like, just – he cleared the barricade mm -hmm. and just decked them. Just super cool. This was so – there were so many good spots. They ended up going by one of the pillars uh, of the – I don't even know what the hell you call it. Over the ring, the big – the big ba the roof, basically, over the ring. Is that for rain? If it rains? Maybe. I think so. I've that always thought about that. What if it rains during WrestleMania? I think that always is there. Like, that must be – that might be what it is. Um – but, yeah, so they fought around there. They did a uh, – Shane did a DDT on Miz there. They just kept fighting around the arena. At one point, they were up on a second level, like on the stairs or something. And, sh sh well, they went through the uh, uh, foreign announce tables. They kind of yep. <laughs> wrecked a few of them. I don't think they were supposed to. Um, and Miz eventually hit Shane with something. It was like a TV monitor or something. And Shane went flying, and it looked like he was supposed to land on top of the golf cart. Instead, slides. He jumped a little too far, <laughs> and he slid off the golf, call golf cart and fell about six feet in the air onto the concrete of the ground. Ow. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, ow. I don't think we're going to see Shane for a while. Because that's not even it. So then they keep going. They eventually... They end up on, like, a camera rafter thing. Yeah. All right, Miz, they end up on some scaffolding. Miz has been staying on top for most of this, and they end up on some scaffolding. Well, Shane ends up there first because he's about to do his jump, but Miz follows him up there. So then Shane is, like, on his knees. is like, no, please, I'm sorry. Don't do this. And Miz was like, no, dude, you attacked my dad. So Miz grabs Shane, puts him in a suplex, and suplexes him off of the scaffolding thing. The camera – it was a camera stand. It was. It had to be 15, 20 feet in the air mm -hmm. into whatever area. Obviously, it was designed for them to fall into it, so it was safe. But holy crap, it was a hell of a fall. But you cut. They cut to them in where they fell, and Shane, through dumb luck, cover er, ended up on top of Miz with both with right. Miz's shoulders down. So, little Nate runs over. One, two, three. They're both knocked out, but Shane gets the pin. Yeah. I love that finish. I absolutely love that finish because Miz was just focused on killing Shane because of what he's done to his dad. And he did, but because of his extreme lengths, he ended up losing. Basically. I love it. Because, I mean, but Corey mentioned it even in the in – the in the show like by design like even when even when uh miz has shane vertical if their backs were to hit the ground by design and by just technique shoulders are down and shane mm -hmm. is technically on exactly. top of Miz. yeah and, and miz didn't think it through he was just focused on hurting miz i love this finish i'm a little worried that the feud's going to continue probably but if they do stuff like this there's got to be something to there's got to be a payoff to this i don't think this was the payoff Ladder match with the money or with the best in the world trophy hanging above the ring. No, it's got to be something with the dad. Not necessarily. 
I don't. Th- I don't think this is a. D- I mean, think about it. The next pay per view is Money in the Bank. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be weird to it'll make be a this a match to be about like oh, about avenging Miz's dad, and then all of a sudden the trophy just comes. In I mean, play. they could still, you know, his uh, intentions are still to avenge his dad. Right. I don't know. I I love that match. Great falls count anywhere. Uh. Oh. Be still, my beating heart. Next, we had the Fatal 4-Way match for the Women's Tag Team Championships. That involved the Boston Hog connection of Sasha and Bailey. Yep. Whatever the hell you want to call Nia and Tamina. The Samoan Slaughterhouse. No one is meaner than Tamina. No, there is no no one. is just nobody meaner than Tamina. Tamina. So terrible. I Did I really um, just say nobody meaner than Tamina? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I need to go to bed. Nobody meaner than Tamina. Then we have uh, the Divas of Doom, Beth which and is, Natalia. And from, which funny, all of them are from Raw, minus Beth Phoenix, who's a legend, so she can do whatever the hell yep. she wants. And then from SmackDown, Peyton Royce and Bailey Kay from the Iconics. We had, I have to say, the, the best go- attire of the night. Oh, we all of us like swoons. I didn't even get the reference, but once it was explained to me, mm-hmm. I absolutely loved it. No, because I knew that Billy Kay was Maleficent. And then I was like, I was like, I was like, then Billy, what does yeah. that make Peyton the the an angel? And then I can't remember who mentioned that it was like Maleficent turns into a dragon. Yeah, I was like, I think aha, because yeah. yeah, Billy Kay had like the horns from Malef- Maleficent, and Billy Kay had wings. She also had flames on her pants. I did not see the yes, flames. Yes, that's what threw me off because Billy was like all black, and then she had flames. I was like. All right, I don't get it because I don't know Maleficent. But yeah, well, one... have you ever seen a uh, Sleeping Beauty? Nope. Can't you, say you, I have. you didn't even see the live action Maleficent with Angelina Jolie. No, I didn't. I heard it's really good though. I haven't seen it either. I, they, there's a second one that's coming out. Interesting. I've heard she's fantastic in that movie though. Same. Um. Yeah. So great attire. Absolutely love them so much, <laughs> so much. Uh, this was. An okay match. I actually didn't mind this match. It was a little sloppy at times. Um, I think you know Beth is still a little rusty. I don't. I think she's probably done. I think this was just a one-time thing. Um, Nia and Tamina, obviously, we know are not great. <laughs> um, Sasha and Bailey lately have been sloppy. When I I I just I, for some reason I feel like I noticed them being like missing moves more and more recently. I mean, TV wise, they. Um, it wasn't only t- until the last two, three weeks they've had them actually do stuff on TV. The last few weeks before that, they kept on – it was basically promoting the damn belt. It's like, hey, look at us. That's We're fair. the first. I guess. They're still... I mean, I don't know what – I don't know. They probably did stuff in house shows. They are still. supposed to be two of the best wrestlers in the company. I mean, I still think they are as far as the women's yeah. division on the main roster. But Fair. Um, so, let's see. At some point, Nia threw herself into the barricade because someone stepped out of the way. I don't remember what happened to Tamina. I really don't remember much of this match. I remember I, – I, I feel bad. I, I remember Sasha messing up some sort of move. I remember the Tamina, the Nia spot. And then I remember the, – I, all I remember is the ending, to be honest. Beth Phoenix. Oh, I do remember uh, the double – Sharpshooter from Natalia yep. on uh, Bailey and Sasha, and yep. Sasha was about to tap, but Bailey grabbed her arm to prevent her from stopping. Good spot. Um, but Beth Phoenix hit someone. <laughs> I don't know who. 
it was a long show. I'm surprised I've recounted as much as I can. You're doing better this is than all, I could. This is all off of memory. I'm just reading the You're doing a lot better than I could. Wikipedia here. Um, she hit someone with a uh, glam slam from the top rope. Yep. Which, awesome. Great spot. And as she goes for the cover, Billy or Peyton throws her out of the ring, and Billy covers... Whoever got the pit, I don't remember who I got think pinned. It was Bailey. Was it Bailey? I think it was. I, it was one of the two. It was one of the bosses. It wasn't Hub. Naya or Tamina. It was not Naya or Tamina. That makes sense, actually, to do the glam slam. Wow. Part, part of me Pin wants. Part of me wants to say it was Bailey. Well, there you go. Well, Billy K covered Bailey off. Let of say, let's just say for at least for the first podcast yeah. sake until we until we get some clarification, it was Bailey for the super glam slam and Billy K and Peyton Royce are your new women's tag team champions. I This was... That caught me so off guard. It caught me incredible. We all freaked out. Yeah, all of us like... I think we were like... Some of us were happy. I was a little bit happy. But what, at, but before that point, I was like shocked. I was like, they actually did that? Me I was and like, Josh, what a swerve. Me and Josh freaked out. <laughs> Josh actually picked them. Good know. for him. He's the only one to do it. I would not have picked them as much as I wanted them to win. I just thought Bailey and Sasha were going to hold it for a while, but it would have just made sense. And yeah, yeah, Billy and Peyton can go defend on it. It actually makes more sense to see Billy and Peyton or Billy and Peyton two heels face the Sky Pirates in NXT. Now that I think about it, oh, you really? Oh, we're still on the Sky Pirate thing, aren't we? Yeah, neither of them are NXT Women's Champion. Fair enough. I, I'm just saying, like, it. the more I think about it, the more it actually kind of makes sense in my mind. The Bailey and Sasha didn't need a WrestleMania moment. I think they individually will get Mania moments in the future or as a tag team in the future. Billy and Peyton kind of needed this. Well, they, well like both. Now. The, Sasha and Bailey have both, at some point in their careers, have already been a part of some major moment. Sasha was in the first match to make it the belt the woman's title. But she lost. But she but she she lost but she you was know still what I mean? in it. Right. But if we're talking like victorious we mania looked, moments. Didn't Bailey did Bailey retain in the fatal four way? I'm about nine out of ten times percent sure I think she did. That she retained. Because she wanted that fast lane. Yep. Stupid. And then <laughs> Yeah, but what I, I don't I, think it's stupid. I just I'm think a Bailey fan. For the momentum and for the characters of the Iconics, they needed this win. Well, yeah, because they've kept on putting them everywhere out of, out of nowhere. So if yeah. they lost, it would have been like, well, oh, well, this they, was for nothing. They just haven't done anything. They debuted and beat up Charlotte so that Carmella could cash in. And then they really never did anything. They, they were, they were kind of just a comedy act. Yeah. And I personally, and I know this is probably uh, an unpopular opinion, I think they are – Two of the best women characters on the roster. Probably, because they play it so well. They play it so well. Their promos are good. And I know people hate their promos. That's the point. Yep. <laughs> They're annoying heels. Yep. <laughs> I I just, I'm so happy for them. I was so happy for that last night. Um, and then we had a cool down match. Uh, the WWE, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I made that joke last night. Never got mad at me. Um, no, we had possibly, possibly the best match of the night. Scratch that was the best match of the night. Y yeah, in your yeah, definitely for you, best match of the night. We had Kofi Kingston taking on Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. Now, before we give this match all the praise that it deserves, I need to be a little 
little little bit uh pessim not pessimistic. I need to be a little harsh on WWE here. They telegraphed this win way too hard. Yeah, cuz I didn't know this, but did you know did you hear what hear about the leak that happened? Yeah, they they released the shirt mm -hmm. in the middle of the match. Uh -huh. And the shirt read there's a new champ. Yes, there is. Come on, WWE. I, th I think they okay. I think they realized that, and then that's why they had that segment with the B team and Alexa backstage where they were like, making fun of this would have been the shirt had Daniel Bryan retained. So I no, think they, they had that planned with Farouk. You think? Of course they did. Yeah, I think they probably called an audible. They had to have called. You an think audible. they just have Farouk in the closet? Like, hey, we need you real quick. Do you have a legend there? They're all going to be there. I feel like that mm. had to be a contingency plan. I don't think I so because they also had the shirts in that box. That's very true. Now that, that and the that, okay, so box. that's the only. That not only did they accidentally, not only did they release the shirts halfway through the match, they had Biggie had a box full of what turned out to be the shirts, and they had the title stand where they put Daniel's belt. But before they put Daniel's belt in there, you could clearly see that there was the other belt underneath it. It was way too telegraphed for me. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. Now, let's get to the actual match where this was phenomenal. We were all so emotionally invested in that. I was emotionally invested in this. And I have not been emotionally invested in this in this feud. For whatever reason, I just never got I think got everybody hooked. who was even casually involved watching this, watching just Mania in general, they watched this. And I think even they, because I saw some people on Twitter, they're just like, they don't watch anything about this feud. I was watching it because I was with some friends. This and this match had me on legitimately on the floor. My buddy, my buddy DJ doesn't watch on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Shout out DJ, but he, but he watches some pay per views. He watches Mania every year. He snapped me and said, "If Kofi loses, we riot." Like I saw on Twitter too. Like at the end of the match, there's this one dude who was like, "I I grew up watching wrestling lately. My love for wrestling still maintains when I was a kid, but I don't. But I very rarely watch it because the schedule is in busyness." And then at the end of the tweet, he was like, this, it was like, this match brought moved me to tears and everything. So I might have been the only one in the room who didn't get moved to tears, but that's just me being cold-hearted. <laughs> um, everyone, else, everyone else is crying. Damn near. Huh. Kiz, and, Kiz and Nate, I know, shed. I wouldn't, mm. Josh probably did. Duncan, yep. probably, I don't know. I wept. And Zach. <laughs> and, then I, and then I was on the floor <laughs> sobbing. This was a great oh, match. I... Yeah, because they played this so well, they had... It. Okay, so towards the end... Um, Rowan started to interfere. Yeah. He started to beat up Xavier and Biggie. And then we had a spot that Nate almost called again. He Yeah, Nate... He was damn near close. Well, Kofi had a trouble in paradise. And Nate Nate called the spot of a up, up, down, down through the table. Through the table, yeah. It was actually an up, up, down, down off of the table onto the floor like Biggie was on the floor. So, good job. Nate's really good at picking spots, not at matches. Yikes. Got him. Love you, Nate. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, Let the record show, Nate, that I was the one that gave you props about it <laughs> before Kyle just roasted you. <laughs> Nate knows I love him. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so then, okay, yeah, so then they, they took out Rowan, and everyone's pumped up. Like, yeah, Rowan's out of the match. All right. Kofi goes into the ring, mm -hmm. running knee. Yo, oh, gets absolutely destroyed. One of the best near falls of the night. I legitimately thought that Daniel was about to retain. Same, same. I was like, 
Oh, oh no. I think that might have been it. Because it, it was the fear that Kofi actually was losing, uh, th that he might lose. And then I was like, oh my god, he needs to win this. And Like, I don't know if anyone saw the horror look on my face after the running knee. It was just pure, just like, I thought I saw somebody die. It was great. And then Kofi had an SOS for another great near fall, because we've seen him pin people off of it the last couple months. And... And then just kind of out of note, Daniel was working again. He was just kind of working the crowd. He was working Kofi. He did the stomps on Kofi, like the grabs the arm stomp on the face. Yep. Kofi did the same spot eventually where he was stomping on Daniel's face. And then just kind of a, Daniel reversed something, but then just kind of out of nowhere, trouble in paradise. One, two, three. Yep. Your new WWE oh, champion, Kofi Kingston. The first african-american wwe champion the first african-american wwe grand slam champion that, that that's incredible an african-american champion who was not born in america he was born right. in africa yeah too. he's literally from ghana west africa isn't yep he? yeah it, which they built him from that even though he was jamaican whatever um <laughs> you would think they'd just change it to jamaica um this was phenomenal because biggie and xavier come they 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 went and celebrated with Kofi. Yeah, I'm going to say, right, as soon as the referee yeah. hit the three, Kofi flung off, like, yeah. uh, in a Kofi's face was like, oh, my God. Right. They it ran in the ring, and then they realized, they were like, oh, my God, wait. And they went out in the ring, uh, Xavier and Biggie, and they looked at Daniel's title, and they were like, hmm. They, they, they yeeted that they're like, sucker out of frame. Nah, yeet. <laughs> they yeeted that, that sucker so far out of frame. They lift the cover to expose the championship belt. With the Kofi plates With already the on it. That's the other the <laughs> Kofi plates. Like, I get – I it's too telegraph. I don't know. It, if you're watching this <laughs> – With the – the if casual fan didn't know, but for most, but for all of us who well, are like watching in that room, we had the critical eye. If to you're it. like the level below a casual fan, where you're watching this and you're like, "I know this is fake," and you're watching this, and they're like skeptical, it's so telegraphed that I would be upset. I'm upset as a wrestling fan, but right. like, I think they might have been making on that there are some wrestling fans who don't have that much of a critical eye as you, myself, and the rest of the and the rest That's of our group. Fair. And I think they were just like emotions just or just True. take over and just. Yeah. So yeah, on autopilot. they brought in the old the the actual WWE Championship, which I'm glad is back. I liked the idea behind the other belt, but I just I like that belt so mm -hmm. much. Um, and Biggie brought in his big present, and he opened it up, and it was the it's the new there's a new champ. Yes, there is. That Kofi brought his boys in the. <laughs> See, I was starting to I was starting to calm down, and then when he brought the kids, and I just sobbed even the harder kid, the one kid well first he tried holding up the title it was too heavy so biggie and xavier helped him and then biggie gave him his own t-shirt and he went to the second rope and he held that t-shirt up high that was the one of the best moments <laughs> it was so cool that it was just an incredible moment i was sitting in the middle of duncan's living room just sobbing actually crying like actually just sobbing oh my goodness thinking about it brings me to tears right now honestly it wasn't that was powerful that was a very just amazing moment i said it in the predictions kofi had to win he had to he had to and he did that would just if he lost that would have just killed the rest of his career i think and i commend wwe for changing their plans yeah yep. this is what happens when you listen to the fans wwe yep we've seen it with daniel <laughs> how how apropos how apropos that's why i loved the whole b plus players yep and that's when that's when I knew that Kofi was winning when they started, when they started doing the B plus player. player stuff. I knew that they had to, and 
this is what happens. And now you've seen it with Kofi, and it's just incredible. My only thing, I think Kofi's dropping the title within the next two months. I don't think this will be a lengthy run, which is okay. <laughs> I know. I know. I just, I personally think maybe a heel will win money in the bank and just, you know, beat him up. Wouldn't be, I, you know what? Oh, but now he's got to drop his gimmick. Never mind. That won't work anymore. I don't know. I, I'm just saying. I don't put it past them to take the title off of him quickly. <laughs> Heel Braun Strowman on SmackDown. Oh, don't, don't play with my heart any more than that. Uh, you already are. Uh, oh, or Brock Lesnar. Anyway. <laughs> Rematch of Beast in the East, baby. <laughs> The next match we had, uh, very much the cooldown match. Didn't give much time to cooldown. Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio. No sign of Dominic. I don't believe they showed him at any point. I didn't see him. No, I can't, I'm willing to bet that he was going to be involved. And then once Rey hurt his ankle, yeah. they're like, no, we got to get this match over with right yeah, away. Which I'm very happy that they did because it, it honestly helped Joe. So, Joe. so what happened? Joe like tackled Rey. But then Ray countered and hit Joe with a six one nine. But then he went for he went he went to drop. He went for the wheel the, the wheelbarrow thing that he does. Uh huh. But Joe just kind of caught him, dropped into the Kikina clutch. Ray passed out. Joe retains literally a minute. I like that a lot. I I I like the finish. It makes Joe look very dominant to put away a legend like Ray Mysterio in a minute at WrestleMania to retain his title. Right. I like that a lot. I think it's great. Not much else I can say on it. The, the interesting fact from that match that I have no idea until Nate brought it up. The last time, that was the first match Rey Mysterio had on Mania since Heath Ledger died. That's incredible. That was a long time ago. I was in middle school. Who did he face? Mm. JBL. Oh, yeah. Right? I think so. That's what you get for squashing JBL. <laughs> you get squashed by Joe. <laughs> Hey, JBL deserved it. True. <laughs> I mean, he was also dressed as the Joker. He had to win that match. True. Was he? he was dressed as Mysterio, like like the, the supervillain Mysterio. He was dressed as that, and then I think he was also dressed as someone, like a famous uh, luchador, uh, Lucha Libre, a wrestler as well. But the colorway very much oh screams Mysterio. Oh, he should have come out as Juice and Thunder Liger. That would have been incredible. Not not actually as him, but like an homage to uh -huh. him because he's retiring next year. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would have been incredible. I'm hoping he does something like that at SummerSlam or something. That that would be really cool. Um, next, we had Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. This was a good little 10-minute match. Um, it was slower than I wanted it to be. It was very much like the first six minutes or so was Drew working Roman. Um, and then Roman made his comeback, did his six moves of doom, and one which i'm not mad at it's kind of what you need to get roman back into the swing of things i'm glad that roman i'm glad that roman was back on mania i know i'm trying to be less pessimistic about him but i'm glad he wasn't in the main event we need to switch out of that and he won at mania and he got cheered I, there's not much else you can ask for at this point yeah um so hopefully they can book him right and continue the goodwill that the wwe universe is giving him now all right, because if they start booking him badly again, good lord, it 
I guarantee you the crowd will turn on him again. They, I don't think they are, I don't think they're ready for him to be the big dog. This is my yard, like that anymore. They, 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 got, need they gotta to, throw some more obstacles. They need in to his tweak way. his character. They need to. I mean, they can get him back to the big dog. They just, they just gotta throw they more roadblocks. Yeah, to him. they they can't hand him the title. No, it needs to be SummerSlam, Seth versus Roman. Well, I feel like he might run something where he's just like he was like. I believe that everything has to be earned now and everything, especially, especially with that. With like, nothing's ever given because of, again, making callbacks to the real his uh, real-life struggles and everything. Remember when Roman won it? Yes. The next night on Raw. Yeah. He said, there's one person that deserves the title shot, and it's Finn Balor, so you're getting a title shot. Uh-huh. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because I, cause I remember that happened, and I was geeking. Prediction, prediction for tonight. Yeah. Rollins does the same thing with Roman. You didn't lose the belt. Come get your title shot. Lesnar comes out and beats them both up. So it's a no finish. So that they can save Roman versus Seth eventually for, for later. another day. I don't think they would necessarily. Maybe they could do. They could probably do Roman versus Brock at like the Saudi show and have Roman go over without a title. Like, that's fine. I mean, I yeah, because now people are just. I wouldn't mind that match without a title. Lesner, yeah. I think I've I've been saying that for the past five years. I wouldn't mind that match without a title. And then next week, Seth, they can set up Seth versus AJ Styles for Money in the Bank. Calling it. Mm. All right. Anyway. Uh, da, 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 da. Triple H versus Batista. If Triple H loses, he would be forced to retire from in-ring competition. But that didn't happen. <laughs> um, this was a very, again, slow match. The typical uh, <laughs> the typical Triple H match where it went 25 minutes, basically. And, yeah, very slow. It was no holds barred. And it was you know, Triple H. Just, he literally just brought out a toolbox at the beginning of the show or at the beginning of the match. Beat him. He whipped him with a chain a few times. He brought out like a pliers and he like wrenched his fingers back. Yeah. And then he took a smaller like plier. I don't know. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm from a small town in the Northwoods, so these pliers are normally used for fishing hooks. <laughs> but anyway, he and then he like put a chair over Dave and sat on the chair and like pinned his arms in and ripped his nose ring out. Which was actually a cool spot. I enjoyed that. Dave's nose was bleeding for the rest of the night. Great spot. Um, it was just a lot of... The steel stairs ended up on a table. And I think Triple H was going to powerbomb him through them. And then... No, Batista was going to powerbomb him. Yeah, tri Batista was going to Batista bomb him, Triple H onto the stairs. He even looked at Sean and gave him a little smirk. But then Triple H, like, back body dropped him onto the other table. Uh -huh. Didn't break. Batista looked like that. It looked like that hurt. And then Triple H speared Batista through the table, channeling his inner Batista. <laughs> there, was a, there was a couple good spots, but all the spots were like three, four minutes apart from each other. It was way too slow. Um, and then the spot at the end. Oh, my God. Okay, so... I believe... So, he Triple H kicked out of a Spinebuster powerbomb combo and then triple h hit a powerbomb off of the top rope onto the steel steps and a pedigree but batista kicked out mm -hmm. 
Batista then had the sledgehammer, but he was knocked out for some reason. But he had the sledgehammer. On the, uh, on the opposite corner of the right. ring. And they're in opposite corners. And Ric Flair comes out and hands Triple H the second Did Ric come from the stage or from I, the crowd? Because I, I, I just remember I like looked up. I went to get eat something. I looked up and I was like, oh, hey, Rick is here. I th- They did a camera angle where he just kind of popped up. So I have no okay. idea. I wouldn't be surprised if it was he came around from the crowd or something. Okay, because I, I legitimately yeah. like went to go grab something for like a second. Looked right. up. I was like, the hell is Ric Flair yeah. doing on the So TV he screen? handed Triple H the second sledgehammer. And then he walked over to the other side by Batista. And he was like. This is all your fault or something like that. And Batista was like, no, 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 watch this. I'm about to win. And Batista didn't know that Triple H had a sledgehammer. He went after him with his sledgehammer, but Triple H got the upper hand sledgehammer. I don't remember if he hit another pedigree after that. Was it just a sledgehammer shot? No, he he went – propelled himself like jumped off of the steel steps <laughs> superman uh, punch like with superman sledgehammer. sledgehammered him yeah uh that rocked batista then he pedigreed him and then that, he okay him. there was a pedigree yeah yep uh yeah triple h wins batista rides off into the sunset after the match that he wanted yep. he, he literally he announced his retirement yep, he, he announced on twitter which i everyone knew i think going into this that this was he, he has been saying that this is what he wanted his final match to be and he announced it on twitter he's done with professional wrestling Good for him. This was a good moment for him. Uh, you go out on your back. Am I right? Oh, we learned that one the hard way. And boy, did I wish I listened. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's do that. So remember earlier when I mentioned that there was one match that I absolutely hated. Uh-huh. That match is Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle. Now, I fully, fully understand going out on your back i really do but the point that they were trying to the the goal of this match was to get baron corbin booed right yep he was doing the john cena you can't see me because people wanted that match holy crap we didn't talk about that that happened earlier we'll get Uh to that in a second we'll talk about that before the last two um we and yeah he he was just he was healing it up and this was a six-minute match, that's perfect. That's as long as it needed to go. But Kurt did like seven or eight suplexes. He did the Olympic Slam. He kicked out. Uh, Corbin kicked out of that. He did the ankle. He lock. did the ankle lock. He didn't sit down in it. So I, that's what I was waiting for. I knew he wasn't just gonna tap from a standing. Like Kurt, he usually, if he's gonna get a tap, he sits into it and like really wrenches it. But yeah, Corbin got out of that, and then Kurt went for a moonsault, which I will give Kurt credit. He hit. I had not seen him hit, do one of it's, those in forever. It's been a hot minute since we've seen uh-huh. that. And to his credit, he, I mean, he missed it. It looked good. But he hit, like, the, the act of the moonsault. Yeah. He hit it. And, yeah, he missed the moonsault, stood up, end of days. Baron Corbin wins to absolutely no reaction. I did not hear a single boo. And that that's where I'm upset about this. If you're going to go out on your back, you need to put someone over either heel or face. And they, I think they just reached too far with Corbin. I don't think Corbin is ever going to be a top heel. He has, they it, are really trying. They are, but they're, I, it's almost like they're trying too hard. They, he has go away heat. He doesn't have like, oh, I hate you, boo, I want to see you get beaten up. He has go away heat where the crowd just doesn't want to see him. Right. And it's 
it's just a shame that that angle i i commend kurt angle for allowing them to do this with him and allowing i was gonna say he had it, to clear putting this. someone else over let's say he had to clear this 100 he had to approve and be like yep baron yeah and that and you know what that's fine but i just i really wish it would have been someone else a singles a singles uh chad gable uh uh shelton benjamin john cena which then he wouldn't have to go out on his back necessarily right i there's just so many other things that they could have done with this and i it's just it was very disappointing the crowd were the crowd were literally just like oh kurt lost all right what's the next match <laughs> it was it they they could have done this a lot better but kurt then stood up with the mic and he said uh thank you very much uh and everything and he said i i want you guys to say the two words that epitomized my career one last time, so play my music. And they played his music, and everyone chanted, "You suck at him." While he walks, mm -hmm. and I think that's great that he he he's, he says that those words epitomize his career. They did, and it it's awesome. Kurt is a absolute legend. He is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is a Hall of Famer. I was gonna say future Hall of Famer, but he was inducted two years ago. Um, he is one of the best to ever wrestle, and I. I congratulate him on a hell of a 20 years Yeah, in professional wrestling, even though there's about six of them that isn't on the network. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, uh, congratulations to Kurt Angle. That was, it it could have been a lot better, but props to him, I guess. All right, so before we get to the last two matches, we had an Elias segment. I <laughs> This was amazing. So he came up on the screen first and he had some drums and he said, hello, I am Elias. And he played some drums and then it panned through another one and it was him. And he said, hello, I am Elias. And he was playing the piano and then it cuts to the ring and he's in the ring with his guitar and he says, hello, I am Elias. And he plays his guitar. And then he said, I'm going to play a song with my two good friends up there. And Elias played a song with himself. <laughs> It was kind of awesome, actually. I enjoyed it. It was very well-timed. Elias obviously had practiced this a few times because he had to, like, communicate things to the video where he was like, stand up, come on, take a bow. Uh -huh. And the, the people, it was very well-timed, so props to Elias. And then Elias was like, all right, you two, thank you, but I'm going to take it from here. He did his whole spiel, silence your cell phone, shut your mouth. And he was about to play his solo, his, his guitar solo, and what song played, Connor? What well, theme song played well, first, to they, interrupt? They, they oh, my God, that's right. <clears throat> well, first they ran a, a video thing about the Babe Ruth calling a yeah, shot Yeah, just thing. a random. Well, it made sense because said person came out in old school Babe in a Babe yeah, Ruth jersey. But, like, just in, in the context. And I, I give him props because the, it made me very interested <sighs> in who was coming out. But it was just it, right when Elias was about to start playing, it was just Babe Ruth like yep, calling a just, shot. It just showed, like, started it was about showing, a, like, Minute and a half. It thing. had like the play-by-play -play call and everything, different video, cool. different video clips, like, yeah. and all that stuff. And then, yeah, after that, word life hits, and everyone in our in the room was just like, "No way!" So, you think you're untouchable? Like literally, because all of us were just sitting there, like, "What the hell's happening?" When they showed the Babe Ruth stuff, that stops three second pause. The opening beat from Word Life hits, and everyone in our in the room just jumps. We're just like, what? 
And that was the first time Cena has ever been unanimous, unanimously cheered in quite a long time. It was incredible. It this was dude amazing. comes out. He's got his backwards cap on. Yep. He's got a Yankees jersey. He's, he's got, got the chain. He's with got the, the chain. He's got his pumps. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, oh, this was amazing. He I've made, never seen He thug- made callbacks to when the AA was the FU. I never got to see the Thugonomic Cena, and this was incredible. He comes out, and he literally says, I'm about to turn heel. He says some lines, his, his, you know, his weird rap lines to Elias like he used to back in the day where he is like. Right. <laughs> he made I- fun of himself, too, because he said people call, it, call him like the golden shovel and everything like that. I'm too. about to bury your push. <laughs> and he said something about. Watching Elias is like watching one of my movies because it sucks. Yeah. Or something like yep, that. Yeah, he said that and I was rolling. <laughs> I was. And then he said something of the only thing we learned tonight is that you like to play with yourself. Yep. And then he was talking about how WWE stands for a walk with Elias and how that's not true and how it stands for a wasted wrestling experiment. That one got me. <laughs> I was dead. That one got me. I was absolutely. It was just incredible. The whole thing. It was so fun. And then he said, yeah, normally. Uh, tonight you don't need an A. You don't need an attitude, attitude adjustment. adjustment. But uh, I think I'm gonna give something like I'm gonna give you an F, F you, and then then he drops some, hits the five knuckle shuffle, yep. pumps, pumps up the kicks like he used to, and then drops him with an F you, and then he leaves. <laughs> and I am so glad that they kept that under wraps. Same. Because if they would have, if they would have announced or not announced, but like if it would have got leaked that that was happening, that John, that I would have been like, was I would have been like, all right, I guess that'll be a fun segment. But because it was a surprise, <laughs> it was just so fun. I Prop, think I would have liked it. Props to WWE for keeping props. that lock and key. They're very good at doing that kind of stuff when they want to. The mm-hmm. AJ Styles debut. Yep. Cena at WrestleMania 32 mm-hmm. with The Rock and the Wyatt family. Yeah. That kind of stuff. They're very good at doing that, and when they want to, and. I very much enjoyed that segment. Anyway, so we're already over an hour. Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Finn was the demon, obviously. And Lashley, Lashley had gold contacts. Yeah, gold contacts. He was embracing his dark side. I don't know how much I like that. Because did you see him? Because even because even though he's usually like serious during his entrance, he was just more so just like moody, just like oh yeah, kind of just like yeah. What's, like more brooding isn't even the term. He was just straight up just like he's very focused. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even say focused. The dude just looked. I don't want to say possessed, but he wasn't. He wasn't the typical serious. I'm gonna, I'm right. gonna beat the crap out of you, Bobby Lashley. Um. So they tried to play up to that dark side thing, but there's yeah. only so much you can do with and Bobby it actually, Lashley. It very much worked as far as entering style too. Lashley oh, yeah. was very aggressive. I was gonna say he was um, more aggressive than Lashley usually is. He hit which like Big E's. He hit Big E's apron spear to yep. the outside, which was really cool. Um. They made it. Re- I liked how they kind of made his dark side, for a little bit of time, a slight equal. To the, yeah. to the demon persona. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but Finn, the most impressive stuff was Finn hit a powerbomb on Lashley, oh, which he, oh, he connected looked that incredible, thing. and then hit a coup de grace uh, after four minutes for the win. New Intercontinental cha- – I forgot this was for the title. New Intercontinental Champion, Finn Balor. This was pretty cool. I, I enjoyed it. it. It was fun. Yeah. I liked. I actually very much enjoyed Lashley in that. So did I. Yeah. So, good stuff. And finally, the main events of the show. Can I just say this was my least favorite match to card? You liked Corbin versus Angle more than this? No, I hated that. Okay. <laughs> well, this scratch that. I hated that 
This was the most disappointing match, in my opinion. That's fair. It All was right. so disappointing. We did have low expectations for that match, so that's fair. Uh, yeah, so we had Becky, Ronda, uh, and Charlotte. Charlotte came in a helicopter, and I finally figured out why. It's because her dad at getting the pay-per-view now, the Great American Bash, I want to say. Yeah. In, God, who would who, 1895. Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> damn. He he did a helicopter entrance, so that's why they did that. Awesome, cool. Um, Ronda got played out by Joan Jett, which was pretty solid. It was, yeah, it was all right. I like I like Joan Jett. So. Um, and Becky, Becky just came out, and that's all she needed to do. She didn't need a big entrance. She nope. got the biggest pop of the three. No, everyone was singing her song. Yeah, so. and she literally just walked out, which she had a very she had very cool face paint. She had, her hair was cool. I liked her attire. It was all very good. This match was very underwhelming. Um for this to be the first female main yeah. event, it was very I think I expected more the moment they announced yes. this to be the main event, and I that's where I got let down. And then it didn't help that the finish was very It also screw, not screwy, but we Weird. saw such a phenomenal pull-apart brawl, and you would think that would be able to translate into some sort of into a triple threat. I do think a lot of it had. I think the pace slowed down the moment Ronda busted her hands. Oh yeah, that did happen. Yep, I think I, I think she ate a drop and, kick from okay. Charlotte, and her hand was just. Don't destroyed. get me wrong. There were a lot of cool spots. There was a double armbar spot where where then. They picked up Ronda and power slammed her a few times, or power bombed her a few times, but she held on and they kept power bombing her. And then they went over the top rope and she held into it again. There was there was a chop, there was a chop spot where they kept on chopping and Ronda yeah. was like, "You chop like a," and then like and they then audibly just, had it. And then mm-hmm. Charlie was like, "Oh, I chop like a, yeah, like a bee." And then yeah, yeah that happened. Um, Charlotte did a figure four on the ring post yep. to, to Charlotte or to Ronda. Yeah, I a exploder off the top rope, a kind of a table spot. <laughs> right. I think they need to have women practice the table spots more. I don't. I don't want to sound mean, but it seems like they they those spots never work out to plan in women's matches. I think they need to have them work with them more. Like do do some table sh- matches on house shows every once in a while. Know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but nothing the performance center can't fix. Well, well, exactly. But that's why I, and that's the thing. I guess I don't know for this match, but normally Ronda practices her big matches. So I don't know if they practice this match. I don't think so because I think there was too there was too many of those spots hope. where they. I know where they you can't really practice some of the spots that they did. It was just like all right, go do it. Well, that's where I'm a little disappointed. It's the biggest match of any woman's career in either, WWE. Either their careers, yeah. Uh, of the entire women's division. Yeah, in and you would think that they'd want to practice this and get this no, down. No, ideally, yeah, but there's only so much you can with some of those spots, you know. You, I, could, yeah. practice, you could practice the double arm bar. You could practice uh, the, like any of those, uh, really. I mean, the table one you want to do in theory, you don't want to necessarily do. There's, a, I mean, there's a couple spots that you don't necessarily want to do. Like, the, there's a couple spots where you can say, this is what you're going to do next. But there are a couple spots on... On, uh, I don't know what the, there's some odd spots that you can say, okay, you guys haven't done anything like this before. Let's practice this spot. And it didn't look like they did that. It was a very shaky match. And speaking of shaky, 
the ending was very supposedly that the match was supposed to end around there, but the way it ended was I, not correct. Apparently, the only botch in that spot was that Ronda's shoulders weren't on the mat. That is apparently what the finish was supposed to be. Ronda just didn't fall all the way. Right. And then which she did eventually, but not for the full count. Right. And then uh then uh this one thing that I was reading was saying that then afterwards Corey was talking about how Ronda's shoulders weren't on the mat for a full three, which they were like they probably someone from backstage probably radioed that sucker in Wait, right yeah. away because and, they noticed it. And very good on Ronda because she's not getting radioed in. She was complaining that her shoulders weren't down. Yeah. Very good on Ronda for right. that. Right. I love that. Becky, and even and even if she didn't get radioed in, she probably would have done something like that anyway, because she's technically Exactly. Year. So that's so, what I'm saying. For so her she, to right. for her to improv that was very good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I the Becky didn't react. It it feels like maybe that spot I know what I just the, the reports are that that's what the spot yeah, was. Supposed ex- exactly, to be. yeah. But it didn't feel like it. No, it really did. It just felt like even Becky was like, Oh, I, I won? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like I'll, I'll go with it. It didn't feel like, oh my god, yes, I finally did it. It, yeah, felt, it, like, felt, like... it felt like, oh, that was it? Like, I just won? Yep. And it felt like kind of Ronda was the same thing. That's how it felt for me. Where maybe Ronda was legitimately upset, where like my shoulders weren't down. Right. Like, yeah, like I know, exactly. Like, <sighs> I know this was the spot where I'm supposed to lose, but hello, it shoulders just, weren't down. It didn't feel... I also, okay, if that was supposed to be the spot, I hate it. Same. It needs to if it's a WrestleMania main event, it needs to be a definitive finish. It should have been the arm. It, not, I'm sorry. It should have been the disarmer. Yes, Ronda needed to tap it out. It should have been the disarmer. It, I okay odds because both Ronda and Becky are apparently, according to advertising, are slated to be at Raw tonight. Who? Duh. Ronda. Becky. Becky and Ronda. Yeah. Interesting. Obviously, Becky. I would. I would hope. Oh, but I really hope the, Charlotte stays on SmackDown. Like, so do you think that for to send to send Ronda packing, this is where they finally just un, uncork the the disarmor. They might as well with the cast. I don't want with, them with to the do hands a, and everything. I don't want them to do a title match tonight. Well, I don't think they really can. I don't want that. I mean, because she's apparently the report is Ronda severely broke her hand. Like oh that, well, like, then they're not like doing that it. hand is is for. I don't want to say the word again, but it's done. Oh, maybe like it is hurt. Like think she... they called it on the fly. Maybe, cause I mean they could have done a, they could have done it to her other arm, I guess. I yeah, I I really don't know, cause from from the same report, cause I'm I'm assuming you and I have seen the same report about the spot. It seems like at least from the terminology and the wording of the report, the spot that we saw was the spot that we were supposed to get. But at least that's how it seemed from okay. the, that that. But again, that's just how it seemed from reading it. And I re- reread it a couple of times. I was just like, they're re- they really were committed to that spot. Of well, I just, all things. I just don't like the spot. I, I don't either. But I, if that was a, yeah. but if that was a, if that was a, that was the spot you were supposed to see, because Charlotte broke Ronda's hand, mm-hmm. then I'm a little bit willing to. Uh, then I'll be willing to <sighs> to forgive it a little bit more. They're gonna do the old Lesnar thing where they're gonna suspend her indefinitely, aren't they? She's gonna attack like a referee. I don't know, or She's... or they just have, or they just have Becky put a disarmor on the other arm. I think they're gonna have her attack someone and and suspend her. I think it just makes sense to have Becky like just because. Well, she's mad at a referee. She's Fair. mad at the ref for the bad count. She could attack. She could just go and find a referee, attack them, and she could get suspended indefinitely. Anyway, uh, they have a few options to play with, but at this at this point, I. They kind of mismanaged it. 
They mismanaged what should have be been a very big. I'm mostly just happy that Becky won. Agreed, because there would have been anarchy if Becky yes. didn't win. And Becky deserves both of those belts. She deserves to win the first ever uh, women's main event yep. at WrestleMania. And this this was great. Uh, the whole show was fantastic, barring one match in the end of one of them. But, but even then, I can't complain because Becky won. Exactly. They could have done Charlotte, and I'd be complaining even more. Right. So I'm literally top to bottom. I'm happy with everything. I and I, again, I can't even fault Kurt Angle and Corbin. Like I get the mindset behind it. I just think it's the wrong person. This might be the best WrestleMania that I've ever seen, and it's definitely I think top five all time. Oh, it's one of it's definitely one of my favorite. It was a it was a mania where I was thoroughly entertained from start to finish. I uh, yeah, and that's saying something for a seven exactly. and a half hour show. Because I'm this, uh, okay. As tired as we were. And as much as we like wanted to go home and everything, that did not feel like seven and a half hours. It didn't. Like we were like we were like visibly and audibly and physically tired. <laughs> but no, there was even though all of us were just complaining, like God, can this damn thing end? But for the us, next match, we were just like lock in, and for, we were ready to go for an eight-hour day. It kind of flew by. Yeah, as, I, for, as much as an eight-hour show can fly by. Honestly, but they I, did. They did a really. G- now I do think they kind of need to address a, that time of. That's oh one hundred percent. I mean, I get it's a showcase of the Immortals. I get it's your big send off. I think and- at some point in the near future, we will have a WrestleMania will be a two night event. That would be interesting. We would do you do eight matches on Saturday. You do eight matches on Sunday. That would be that would be a very interesting. We do take you still be- take do take over on Friday. But then that would, but then you have to worry about the Hall of Fame. You could do it. You could do it at the on the Sunday or on the Saturday one. I guess like right before it or something. Maybe I don't know. I I even if they just condense it by a couple hours, and by that I mean I don't know, just move move one of the matches on the pre-show to the main card and cut out some of that filler and everything. There's ways they can go about it. Yeah. But all that being said, comparing this year's media to last year's media where I was just at one point of my head my head was just in my hands just like can I just can I just not yeah this year I was just like every match and the way they strategically placed every match almost made you just want to be like okay it was like oh damn we still have how many matches left oh but that match is next but all right still, cool yeah, but we still have this match we still have this match and right obviously the main event yeah it I I loved it this was a great show it was it a hundred percent was. I would give it a four, four, four yes. and a half out of five. Easily. I agree. If it would have, if the main event would have finished a little bit stronger, a little bit cleaner. Yes, this would have been a five out of five. But it's always how you finish, and you can't fault them completely on that one finish. But you have to take a little bit away. I think this could have been a five out of five. Potentially, I might have gave this if that if it would have ended Becky tapping out Ronda with the disarmer, I would have given it a the, six out of five. In all honesty, if it ended with if if the ending ended cleaner or the ending that you and I both wanted, which was the disarmer slapped on Ronda, I think that just from top to bottom, including the matches on the on the pre show, mm-hmm. if if you want to, the argument could be made that thirty five could be one of the best WrestleManias ever. But you do have to fault them slightly for the the booking and the i mean it's hard to say but the sloppiness of the of the main event oh yeah yeah, yeah no without a doubt it's, <laughs> it's 
I mean, I get it's this momentous occasion, but mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm so critical of it. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be such a momentous occasion, and it fe- it, it just to fe- it felt like your average finish on Raw or SmackDown, yeah. and it didn't feel like um. A WrestleMania 35 main event. It was only WrestleMania 35 main event by name and star power alone. I'm convinced now more than ever that this was a 28-29 situation where they are using the main event for 28 to set up the main event for 29. Year-long build, yep. 35 to set up 36. I don't know if it's going to be Becky versus Ronda singles match or if it's going to be a four-horsewomen match. I think it would make sense to do a four-horsewomen because – do NXT. that at Survivor Series to further build Ronda versus Becky. That's true. That's but, uh, they, they could, but I feel like... Uh, that's just may, my... They can definitely do it at Survivor Series. It would make sense there because of Survivor Series rules, exactly. and it'll be in Chicago, so I could go. Uh, but I think because NXT is almost right down the road from where they're going to be in Mania next year... Well, yeah. You could you could be like, hey, we well, who we, knows? Like, they could be we built NXT. They could be called up by then, too. Exactly. Yeah. They they could roll they could roll it then. And then and then I personally think that a that a Kyrie Sane call up is borderline confirmed between now and Mania next I, year. Oh, but next year, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, before thirty six we have a Kyrie Sane call up, like almost just etched in in stone at this After point. Thirty six on my mind. But Anyway, you, you're, you, they gotta have the pirate princess at a football field where there is a, quite literally oh, crap, a pirate right. chick. She's gonna win the, the women's battle royal next yep. year. Yep, Josh. I feel like Josh was joking but serious, and I'm all about it. Yeah. Kyrie's I winning. The, I said the championship, but I was definitely joking. Kyrie's winning. But then again, it depends on what they do with the belt. And I think she, I think she wins the battle ro- the women's battle royal. Well, let's see what year. they do with the belts, though. It'll be Becky with one of them. Fair enough. I personally believe. Um, Becky with Raw, then Kyrie SmackDown. Shayna with SmackDown eventually. After SummerSlam or Survivor Series. I'm I don't at, know. I'm at post-Mania. Post-Mania 36. Kyrie. Post-Mania next year? Yeah. Becky's still with the belt on Raw, and Kyrie walks into the new no, WWE. I, just th- I think Kyrie's in the uh, Women's Battle Royal next year. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, he, she wins the Battle Royal? Yeah. I thought you meant Royal Not Rumble. the Royal No, no, okay. the Battle Royal. She could. But anyway, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for listening. Connor. Take us out. Cool. First round KO. Find us on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, and quite a few of your favorite podcast anything that, providers. Anything that Anchor shoots out to, we are on all of them now. So Yeah. So but the main ones obviously Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor. So most of your favorite podcast providers, mm-hmm. we are most likely on there. If not, give it some time. Mm-hmm. On Twitter, find us at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olson two K eighteen. Myself at Connormore underscore seven at the number three count review for all your wrestling related stuff at here we go Yelich for mostly just Yelich stuff some Brewer stuff uh yeah follow those links in the description and actually uh as for the podcast predictions I edged Connor by two points because of the battle royal yep. that's that's what it came down to was the Braun Strowman so translation we were pretty much on our game <laughs> during this weekend yeah. I we were both eleven for sixteen. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad, because I feel yeah yeah. Because I'm trying to think about how I did last year. I just I was like in shambles. You know what I'm really year. upset about? I looked at back at my fast lane picks. Yeah. I had one wrong. What was that? Andrade, because I was stubborn. <laughs>
But it wouldn't have even mattered if I got it perfect. Well, might have the two picks. Well, I mean, my stubborn pick worked the form of Tony D's, so. Fair. But yes, until the next time, we will see you when I am old I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Trust me, I'm a Keeping image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla. Dilla need another dollar. Dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl. Let the blade run. Tongue drip sliced down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Fill the hole in my soul with Palace Supreme logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa.